And hello, everybody. My name is Carlos, and welcome back to another fabulous, fabulous episode of the Marvelous Sweets podcast. Just a friendly reminder, our podcast is for mature audiences only. It contains harsh language and sensitive topics. If you would like to click off, be sure to do so. If not, please enjoy the dweebs. Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back again to the Marvelous Sweets podcast. Today, it's just going to be a solo episode with your boy, Carlos. And we're going to be going just for a little bit of topics today because obviously it's just me and I can only do so much on my own. Best is, uh, Kess has been busy. I've been busy. So as you'll probably tell, this is going to be a late upload. But regardless of the matter, um, I hope you guys enjoy. But I'm today I'm going to be reviewing or doing a mini review of the movie called The Creator. Me and my friend Caden watched this movie uh, a little bit ago for his birthday and I want to do a little review about it because not a lot of things are out and some of the new things that are out I haven't watched yet like including the Loki series which I will be doing hopefully with a friend of mine which you guys have I've seen from the podcast but no matter um but yeah some of that and like some other future stuff coming out like uh more like horror stuff like the FNAF movie which I'll be talking about and other movies that have come out already like the Saw movie and like the new Exorcist movie as well which I won't be talking about too much because I haven't seen them. But if you guys want to see a review about it, um, please still let us know. Come on. But let's divulge into The Creator. So The Creator is an action-adventure movie that came out uh, just recently, actually. I think it's September 29th, so very recently. Uh, yeah, very recent. Well, yeah, from, your rec- from when I'm recording this, the 17th, it's a little bit of ways. But regardless of that, um, this movie basically is, is a future war between the human race and the artificial intelligence, uh, and it rages on, and ex-Special Forces agent Joshua is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI. The creator has developed a mysterious weapon that has the power to end the war and all of mankind. As Joshua and his team of elite operatives venture into enemy-occupied territory, they soon discover the world-ending weapon is actually an AI in the form of a young child. So, again, it gives us a premise into the future where robots and AI run or is a part of our future. And, again, this movie really div- – like, let me just start off with this. The the special effects and the practical work and just, again, like, everything about this movie, like, visually is amazing. Like, okay, I'll preface this now because I don't know if Kane will be watching. Yes, I did fall asleep in a little bit of the beginning of this movie. I did work before watching it. But, regardless – the rest it was only the very beginning but the rest of the movie like just took my like just grasped my eyes like i just it was amazing to look at and just the visuals of the robots and and everything like that the scenery the you know the cinematography about it and just how everything just felt practical when a lot of it wasn't really practical and how fluid the robots moved and how everything was just animated was just is really great like it was amazing and again it's a really nice fresh well for me personally fresh uh uh twist on this like robots versus humans uh type you know i guess you could say stereotype in movies but um again it follows our main character joshua which who is played by john david washington which he did amazing in this film they might add and then we have maya which is his wife in the movie uh gemma chan i think you might have seen her in eternals and you'll see and you see a lot of other big names like ken watanabe as Harun, I think that's how you pronounce it. And then you get a bunch of other amazing people like Amar Chad Chaha Patel. 
and then Madeline Yuna, and like I forget, and then like Mark uh, Menchaka. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of names that I'm having trouble pronouncing, but regardless of that, again, some nice new faces too in this film. But John David Washington took the, you know, really took the party, really made it his his own in this film, which was really nice. Um, but I didn't know anything too much about this movie. I just saw like a couple of trailers and then in there about the film, which interested me, but didn't get to watch it until a little bit later, but I'm glad it was still in theaters when I did watch it. But again, it follows this premise between humans and AI. And I guess I'll dive into a little bit of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, if you do want to see it, there's your warning now. Um, in the film, uh, a huge, like almost like just, well, not almost. It was a very destructive explosion occurs in Los Angeles, and the people blamed AI. And before then, AI and humans lived together in like basically harmony. They they grew AI and these robotics like tremendously. Like you basically had AI look like inform robots look like humans. Besides like the little like gears that like they have like this uh, I guess mechanized like back of their head like these I don't know this machinery and all that type. But again. They made them so realistic that they're able to put on faces of, like, these people that, you know, are real people in the world and just help they look genuinely real. And, again, special effects, everything like that looked really, really great. I think I've seen a lot of, like, I don't know, a lot of negative reviews about this film. But for me, as just a casual moviegoer, I really enjoyed it. I think it really just, again, it was a very emotional film and really you know, tackled a situation that, you know, that could be, you know, virtually uh, possible later down the line, especially with the rise of AI nowadays and with like our art and like movie making and like photography and all that stuff. Like AI has growing more and more and especially helping, you know, with scientific research and so on and so forth. Um, and the creator, you know, dive, uh, like sort of talks about that in the film. Um, but yeah, a huge explosion happens in Los Angeles and the humans blame the AI for their mistake, even though, you know, they they, they weren't even aware of it. But, um, but yeah, they just immediately blame the AI, and they're trying to eradicate these people, basically. And so it's just a war that's gone on for years and years. And, um, again, this film follows uh, Joshua, who was recruited to find this creator of, you know, of this AI because they outlawed AI and this person kept trying to, you know, uh, really evolve AI even more. And so this film basically follows who this, who this creator is and trying to find them and trying to stop this from going even worse. And then it's twisting and basically, you know, realizing that the AI weren't at fault. They were, you know, it was a, just an on just like you know just air that happened and that's the reason why so many people died in that explosion of los angeles and again you can see like the emotion in this film was great like amazing but i don't know what they talk about it is really hard to talk on my own when i don't have kes to bounce off off i don't know how people do the solo who does the solo um <laughs> because damn this shit is not easy but regardless of that um let's see let me bring up let me just pull up something real quick so i can uh further um talk about it. okay so again and as i mentioned while reading the synopsis of this film they 
there's a mysterious weapon being created to end this war, to end this war between uh, between each other. And, you know, later in the film, like, you sort of explore, like, our main character explores and, you know, infiltrates this building where these AIs are building this weapon. And he comes to find out it's just another AI kid. But this kid has, you know, like, basically power over any machinery, any robotic stuff like that. And, you know, and it comes to thought that this kid will stop, you know, this huge weapon. So basically in the film, there's like this huge giant ship that flies around the land uh, that like will destroy or like it's hunting. They're hunting down uh, AI bases and trying to just eliminate them. And so it's like this huge multi-billion dollar weapon, basically. And so the point of this film is for the AI to finally stop this war by destroying this giant airship, basically, which is intense on its own, because goddamn. But again, the action in this film, amazing. Like, again, the the guns and, again, the robotics of them. You have to look it up. Look up the creator uh, 2023 film and just look at the screenshots of these, of these like, robots. Because I couldn't stop. You know, I really like techie like type of art and so and like looking at the you know mechanics and like the gears and like the all that stuff and seeing it like live and it actually looked really smooth and actually done well it's really nice and really refreshing and i don't know it's a really nice change of pace when you know you have that because again a lot of these cgi films they don't really look right because it takes a lot of work to really animate something like that especially individual gears and uh, parts of like a robot, especially if you want to make it look clean and simple. You know what I'm saying? All right, sorry, I had to make sure my audio was correct. But just like imagine that time to you know animate that, and so the way these you know robots feel, and like they have like they have their own like police force, and like they basically live as people because obviously they've grown so much to the point where they've just grown to act like humans and just be their own people. And so again, they all the tech wear and all that stuff just beautiful and like the this environments again it looked genuinely real and really immersed you into their world that they're trying to create but um but yeah as a whole i'm not gonna say as much but this film is great i think again as i've seen a lot of negative reviews about it i think it's a nice casual watch it's great visually love the cinematography loves love that but um but you guys have to go watch that it's amazing loved it um i guess i would give it a i give it a decent a decent for if i wanted to rate it in our marvelous dweebs sort of rating just because it wasn't the again the most spectacular movie but it also was great i liked it it was a nice just film flick to watch um and again it's just nice visually if you want to if you love robots futuristic type of movies this is your type of movie and yeah basically that's all i really wanted to talk about a nice little mini review of said movie because you know it's the month of halloween so why not divulge into some nice horror some nice you know spooky films for your all your chills and thrills type deal hopefully kess and i will be making a halloween episode because that'd be so much fun i did love last year's was it last year man it's almost already been a year with the marvelous tweets can you believe that almost one year i just realized that but besides that um let's talk about <laughs> five nights at freddy's so five nights at freddy's um is getting their own film i don't even know if we talked about it on the podcast at all but 
if I haven't, yeah, it's coming out this year, this month on the 27th, which I'm excited for because I think this movie has been on a hiatus for years, uh, on and off scripts with the creator of the of like the franchise and wanting to find a great director and a great studio to make it with, eventually landing on Blumhouse and then really taking care of this, you know, beloved, you know, franchise because people have been wanting a Five Nights at Freddy's movie for for so long because of how much enriched lore it has and it will make the general audience understand what FNAF is all about because again surface level your security guard works at this pizzeria watching cameras a security guard uh, of these animatronics that are turns out they're freaking possessed and are trying to kill him at night and so he has to survive five nights at the Freddy Frazbear's pizza but but there's so much more lore between like the reason why these animatronics are haunted and why everything is happening the way it is and the lore behind uh, the, our security guard and like the guy who owns the place and everything else. Finance at Freddy's has such an enriching lore that I feel like you guys have to like somehow divulge. I know there's a lot of videos and explanations about the lore. I think you can look up anybody. But it's really great and I'm glad they're finally deciding to release a film. Uh, basing off this and let's talk about the cast because some of the cast i am excited for because we have uh josh huckerson who you may know as Peta from the hungry games his most popular you know character that he's played he's playing mike schmidt the security guard of this film um i was very surprised to see him in this film because i haven't seen him in many films since uh i don't know not many films i really don't watch other like many films like that but um he's in it we have matthew lillard as you might know as shaggy from the live action scooby-doo series um we have elizabeth lale yeah and then we have some other guys what was it okay none of these other guys that i know of but the main three i definitely know um if you're a big you know youtube youtube fan and watch a lot of the uh, finance of freddy's like content that was posted around when it was really popular uh and if you saw the trailer of the film uh, that came out, I think that first official trailer, uh, we had Corey X Kenshin, who's a very popular YouTuber, which people have been wanting him to, you know, show up, like hopefully show up in this film because of how popular he made the, the game. Even Markiplier, people have been wanting to, him to be in this movie, which is looking very grim, but we will have to wait and see. Um, but again, this movie, I'm excited for it because, again, it will bring a nice, you know, surface level uh basically like information to new audiences bring this franchise to new audiences and it's just to finally have a live action film about these great characters that people have just loved over the years and so far they've nailed the animatronic look in this film which is really nice because with a budget that they've had with finance at freddy's i think it's lower than usual um but i think blumhouse does that so they make sure that they can, uh, you know, get some sort of profit back, but also like they, they prepare for that. But um, yeah, twenty five million dollars, uh, twenty five million dollars as a budget is pretty low for most standard blockbuster films being shown in theaters. But um, they're pulling it off again. They look great. Um, again, I might just go over the synopsis, the premise of this film just so you guys can get an idea if you are not aware of this franchise. 
Mike Schmidt, a troubled security guard, accepts a nighttime job at a Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, a once successful but now abandoned family entertainment center, where he discovers its four animatronic mascots, Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie, Chica, and Foxy, move and kill anyone that is still there after midnight. Which, again, it gives you the, you know, the haunting, the basic haunting sort of premise, and, you know, just a nice little, little scary flick, you could say. But um, they're hoping to make three films, I think, basing off all a lot of the games to, like, round out all that lore, because it's a lot of games. I think, I don't remember how many games, like, five, six, I think they have around seven to eight sort of title games of this franchise is having just lore and the office will have books and some other stuff that really explain everything and that's why people are hoping that this film and this film trilogy hopefully um can help you know figure out and like clean up this whole lore mess because it it can be really confusing but again i'm very excited for it um again this movie was made with the creator in mind and the creator in the process of creating the story because most films especially especially based off like popular franchises they like to keep the the creator involved but like like to change a lot of things and in turn really ruin the end product of what they're trying to make but i'm glad they sort of uh, kept scott cawthon the creator of this franchise um in the loop and you know creating a script and everything like that with him to really balance out the story the way he wants to be told but um before i think we've talked about banana splits on this podcast i honestly don't remember but it's basically a a fnaf movie imagine just watching that but a little bit more higher budget and a you know it gives you the same kind of premise but again i'm very excited for this film it's you know people are very excited for it and you'll be seeing a review on that don't you guys worry so yeah go check out the friday nights of freddy's review not review whoa podcast not whoa i cannot talk uh, trailer and clips and get your own general you know opinion about it but if you're excited for it let us know in the comments of our tiktok or instagram or just let dms re- uh personally when we post this on our stories but yeah let's see um i kind of want to talk dabble into some other horror films that are coming out or that came out um we have a new exorcist film um I haven't watched it, but if any of you have watched it, let us know. But, um, again, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about this newer flick. Um, there was also – what was the other one that I mentioned? Oh, Saw. I know people really like the new Saw 10 film that came out just recently. Um, I need to watch that. If you guys want to get a review of that, let's go for it because I know – the appeal of Saw is to see what kind of crazy ass um, and deadly traps uh, they have come up this time, and like again more indulging more into this uh, Saw killer lore, which I've always been interested in. I just never really watched too many Saw films because I'm just a guy that just can't handle a lot too much gore. Like I can chill with it, but like it can really sometimes can mess me up. I'm not gonna lie, but. People have been loving it. Um, if you guys have seen it, let us know how it is. Uh, came out the 29th, so pretty recently too. Um, but yeah, I might go watch that soon. So if you guys want a review, just just let me know. And then hopefully we can get Kess brought into that. Um, but again, with spooky season coming along, um, 
I want you guys, the viewers, which I'll probably put up a vote on my story tonight when I'm uploading this. Um, what do you guys want to see for our fine, like, you know, like Halloween special? Because me and Kess are some cooking up some ideas, and to make it more fun and to make it just fun like that. Um, I know my, I know one of my friends uh, was joking about a marvelous dweeb's ghost hunting special, which would be kind of fun, but kind of an interesting way to. Well, how to figure that out and how to set that up and record, but that'd be pretty fun. Or we could do something with pumpkins and like carve out pumpkins or do like nice Halloween activities at home uh, with a little bit of uh, fun juice, more like getting tipsy, you know, type deal. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, now that I'm specially legal and able to do so. So that could be fun. But um, regardless, again, spooky times upon us. Let us know what we could do to make our special great, what you want to see, what you want to hear from us, review and talk about all that stuff. Um, I do want to talk about Loki soon. I've heard Loki's really, really good. Uh, one of the better Marvel shows to come out recently, which I might have to agree. Not a lot of Marvel shows have really caught my eye, which kind of sucks because we based off our podcast over Marvel and they have not been, you know, keeping up with the quality at all. But well, I guess we can talk about the overhaul they've been doing with the Daredevil series and, like, uh, with all the shows they're doing. Uh, recently, it's been reported that they're, you know, overhauling their writers and all that stuff to really focus on quality and not quantity of their shows. Because, again, I don't know if you've seen a lot of shows uh, from Marvel recently, but they haven't been the best and they haven't been the best quality. Like, they don't have that same Marvel flair as they used to, especially with, like, their Daredevil show and even their Punisher show. And, like, all the other, like, Netflix shows they've had in the past. Um, some of the only ones that I feel like stand out are, like, Mood Knight, uh, WandaVision, obviously, um, Loki. But other than that, I feel like the other ones have been kind of mediocre and kind of weird in a way. I only really like She-Hulk because of Daredevil. I was really excited to see Daredevil. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I get, they're doing all overhaul, especially with Daredevil. They're switching up their writers. They're changing it up really finding great people to work on these type of series to make sure that the quality stays up and people are wanting to watch it because daredevil is a loved series on netflix and when it when it came out especially um and so they want to do it justice and so i'm guessing they're yeah they're switching it up bringing in better people so they're able to you know keep up that quality and fans coming back for more Whew, a little sleepy but um i'm excited to see what they're taking you with because, again, I just want the old Marvel flair back. After Endgame, it's been kind of hard to really, to be honest, to retain attention to what they're putting out. And so hopefully, when we're getting closer to more big action films, like the Marvels, for example, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I'm just, I, I feel like it's pretty decent. It looks pretty decent from trailers for me personally. Cass is not going to watch it, so I might have to do another solo or watch it with a friend. Um... But yeah, I mean, like, especially like, what was the other ones? Like the Thunderbolts I'm excited for. I think the other future projects I'm excited for. I just want the Fantastic Four cast to be revealed, please. I just want to know who's playing some of my favorite, some of my favorite heroes. Um, excited for Secret Wars. I know they're talking a lot of talk on that, on who's directing and who's going to be doing all that. But again, I just want that Marvel flare back as we did before. Because I know when we were talking about a lot of Marvel films coming out earlier, when we were doing the first, well, like the first season and like the second season, especially, 
Um, there was a lot of stuff coming out, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what Marvel has in store. I know Loki's been doing really good, so I'm excited to watch that. Again, if you want to see a Loki review, actually, if not, you know what? I'm doing a Loki review. I don't care. I just said I was earlier, like twice or even three times. But we're going to do a Loki review. Hopefully, I saw a review, um, some other films. Um, but yeah, I don't really have too much to say after that. I feel like I've kind of hit all the all the topics I wanted to hit. Um, I know we're not much of a game podcast, but Marvel Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Um, I'm excited for it, even though I don't have a PS5, and I wish I did. Um, eventually, I will be able to play that, but it looks really awesome. I've seen a lot of leaks and spoilers, yes, because I'm excited for it. Seeing a lot of awesome suits that are finally coming to the game. Game mechanics looking great. Stories, Venom, it, everything looks great. So hopefully, I'll, I'll be able to see see up close and personal gameplay of it. But other than that, um, yeah, I think that's really much it for this solo episode. I'm sorry we haven't been really too consistent. Our last episode we recorded was about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Mutant Mayhem, which we did talk about, which I'm sad, or my it was my mic that corrupted, like it was just staticky and not okay. Um, but um, maybe I should just do a little review then. Uh, no, well, it's already passed. It's been a while since that movie has come out, and if you guys really want to see it, just let us know. We'll review it again. Um, but yeah, we were talking about that in the last episode that was supposed to come out last week, but again difficulties we had to delay it this episode to this episode this week um which i'm uploading very late and i apologize we've been both busy i have two jobs she's guess is on doing some school uh she's going on vacation and so you're going to be seeing a lot more solo shit from me hopefully on the tiktok as well um besides that i think that's pretty much it coming from me um yeah well i hope you guys enjoyed this rambling episode for me the carlos the the carlos um i appreciate you guys always supporting and supporting the tiktok and doing all that stuff i know it's been again i apologize for the inconsistency but we're trying our best but we love you guys we're excited to come out with some halloween spooky goodness and even the holiday stuff i'm excited for holidays is anybody excited for holidays i feel like we can get a lot more awesome content through there and maybe even like a gift exchange 2.0 um but again i hope you guys enjoyed this episode please go check out our instagram tiktok and yeah i think that's it and our obviously listen to our episodes if you haven't already and have missed other episodes um we love you guys thank you for the support it is carlos one of the marvelous dweebs and i'll let you catch you guys in the next episode bye-bye